another episode of Vividly Speaking with who else but me, Dr. Vivid. Y'all, you know how I feel when I'm away from y'all, even if it's just a week. I'm just so blessed and excited to be back here with you, so let's not delay, let's just jump right into this episode. Let's get to talking, let's get to it. Can you hear in my voice that we are finally Covisha negative? After 18 days of isolation, sickness, craziness, exhaustion, myself and my small humans, aka Dr. Vivid and the Girl Squad, are feeling so much better. Um, I still have a little bit of the, some icky things, but as I've been talking to doctors and people who have gotten over COVID that has some pretty tough symptoms, I'm learning this is quite normal and that um, a little bit of coughing, a little bit of still being tired and brain fog is going to linger for a little bit. But you know what? I am I'm happy to say that I can deal with that rather than me losing my life, my children losing theirs, being in the ICU, intubated, incubated. I am just so glad that it's over. So glad. And y'all were amazing. I have not, you guys checked on me with such fierceness. Me and my kids every single day. I had a message from one of you asking how we were doing, what we needed, if I could, um, if I needed anything to be sent to me, could you do something for me? You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. And that's the love we need in the world. Today, today. And yes, right on time. Guess what? Dr. Vivid and the Girl Squad going on vacation. Yes, this vacation has been planned for a while because we deserve it. We're going on vacay before um, JoJo's birthday. Her birthday is July 4th. We're celebrating the end of the school year, a very crazy school year for Eva. And we're also getting our ocean fun out before JoJo's eye surgery next month. And I am so glad that COVID let up off our necks in time for us to still have our first family vacation together. Y'all, we are going to have fun in the sun and be on one. You heard me. (laughs) So if you see us in the area that we're going to be in acting up, say hi. We'll be in uh, Florida bouncing around and getting our lives. You you know what? Getting our lives. (laughs) Yes, baby, we are going to relax, we are going to have fun, we are going to eat good, and we are going to have some pride fun because we deserve it. You know what? Let's get into the rest of this episode before I start dancing because I'm ready to go. What's happening? What goes on here? What's ha- what's going on? Y'all, of course, I'm on Beyonce, Rihanna, and Zendaya's internet. And I'm scrolling, doing my late night scroll. And what do I stumble upon? I stumble upon... An article on Facebook discussing this doctor's journey and his struggle with student loan debt. 
Very relatable content. Very relatable content. And then, because the internet is the internet, it all went left. When a bunch of people started commenting that you're a doctor now. Why are you crying? You're going to make so much money. You make so much money. You should be able to pay your student loans back in like two, three years. Your whole salary is enough for you to probably pay your student. Stop. Stop. Period. Dot at the end of the sentence. Pause. You know what grinds my gears about having as much education as I do? People assume that money falls from the sky. <laughs> As soon as you graduate and you have doctor or esquire attached to your name. Nay, nay. You are living in a fairy tale fantasy. <sighs> Let's talk numbers. Okay? Because I need y'all to understand this, especially for those for those people who have family members who are in school for their Various degrees, whether they're going to school to be a psychologist, a psychiatrist, um, a physician, a lawyer. I need you to understand this. School in itself is expensive. My schooling cost me about $400,000 from undergrad to grad and my doctoral studies crazy you're saying that this one doctor okay they're gonna make six figures okay that's when they're hired that's when they're hired and if they're hired at a place they can afford <laughs> to give them a six-figure salary being a early career physician, early career psychologist, early career psychiatrist, early career lawyer. We can't just graduate and practice. We have to get licensure. We have to pay for the study materials associated with licensure. We have to get jobs with supervisors who will supervise us. And fun fact, you have to pay for supervision. So when I graduated, um, finding supervisors was incredibly tough because you know, everybody has to start somewhere, but in order to be supervised, that means you're on someone else's license. That means you are a liability. <laughs> so you have to pay them. Where I live, I was getting quoted 200 to $250 an hour for supervision. Usually supervision is an hour to two hours a week. So you have to pay for supervision you have to pay for your license, licensing materials. I will tell you that to be licensed in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia, your application fees are alone, $300 to $250 a pop. Then you have to pay for your actual study materials. I spent about, mm, I spent thousands of dollars on study materials. Overall, I think I'm at close to 3K. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you have to pay for your actual examinations. So for us, um, our examination costs, I think, $685. Uh, and then that's the national examination. And then you have to pay for your state jurisdiction, jurisprudence, examinations, your law and ethics examinations. And those can be anywhere from a hundred to $300. And then you have to pay for continuing education units. Please understand that we are coming into our professional lives with an unsurmountable <laughs> level of debt. And we have to pay for other things, you know, 
related to our functioning. So please don't talk. Please do not let this country trick y'all into thinking that we are the bad guy. And none of uh, I don't I no no one comes out the bat making six figures. You have to work up to that because people want experience. I had somebody who told me after I graduated they would pay me thirteen dollars an hour, twenty five dollars an hour. Please. <laughs> Away from us, from this Apollo. Away from us with this. <laughs> Please understand that even though we have a few extra letters behind our names, any money <laughs> associated with them extra letters is accounted for by student loan debt, bills, the desire to eat, and the desire to take care of your children and other people around you so they won't die. Not all y'all out here thinking we just swimming in money like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> What's happening? Well, in honor of pride, I wanted to talk to you about identity and representation and intimacy and how your mental health is connected to all of those things. If you haven't had a chance to check out, I um, partnered with Kate Spade for their Celebrate with Pride project. And I got a chance to talk to some amazing heavy hitters in the LGBTQIA plus community, Crystal Anderson, um, Vivian Bond, Amira Despain, and it was a great conversation about identity and understanding your journey and your mental health journey as you explore yourself, as you evolve. And a lot of people don't quite understand the connection when it comes to developing an identity, standing strong in an identity, and your mental health. And this goes beyond, you know, you identifying as cis, trans, non-binary, straight, bi, pan, fluid, demi. It, it goes beyond that. How you identify, how you see yourself is connected to how comfortable, how safe you feel in your own world and how safe you feel around others. So many people hide themselves because they don't feel like they will be accepted. They don't feel like people around them will embrace them. They feel criticized and judged. They feel looked down on. And again, we're not just talking about queer identity. We're talking about identity overall. How many times has a young man expressed an interest in fashion and design and people have told him, put down those dolls. Boys don't sew. Don't you want to play ball or something? How many times has a young girl been told why you always want to run around with the boys and play rough? Playing football and stuff. Don't you want to go have some girlfriends? Don't you want to just, you know, do something a little softer? Brush your hair. Look presentable. Put on some earrings. Put on a nice dress. How many times has a working mother been asked, well, how much time do you really get to spend with your kids? Well, maybe because you work from home, I mean, that's that's not, you know, like you're really working. It's not that hard because you actually get to be at home with your kids. Is it because you just don't want to leave them that you're at home? You chose to work. Why? Like, are where where their where's their dad? Where's your partner? How many times 
has an older individual decide that they were going to change their industry, their profession, or go back to school. And people are like, oh, no, I could never. I'm just too old for that. No. You going to be able to keep up with all them young spring chickens? You going to be able to remember all that? How you going to do all that? It's been so long since you've been in a classroom. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, why would you put yourself through that? They choose to identify as students, as working moms, as men, as boys who are intrigued by the fashion industry, as little girls who are athletic. They are athletes. They are team players. There are so many people who identify in a certain way and the world gives them pushback. The world tells them, They should do something different. They should do something to make the world feel a little bit more comfortable. Fuck their comfort. And that's the problem. If I am comfortable with what I choose and I'm not hurting you, I am not depriving anyone of their rights. I am not harming anyone. I'm not doing anything dangerous to harm myself or others. Why is my identity such a big deal to you how does merely existing and going after what I love and going after what makes me feel good what makes me feel seen what makes me feel safe a threat to you we often (laughs) poo-poo what we don't understand And then some of us, because we don't understand something, we write it off as wrong. It may be the wrong flavor for you, but it's definitely the right flavor for someone else. What I love about um, the intersection, the intersectionality of my identity being a black queer professional being a black, queer, cisgender woman is that there's so many pieces to me and my identity that I'm still exploring and that I am so comfortable with because I know that's not my sole identifier. So could it be that, yeah, he's into fashion, But he also really is into Star Wars, (laughs) Legos. She really loves playing sports and getting dirty, being physical. But that's because she's enamored with the human body and the physicality of it all. And she may be thinking about getting into sports medicine. Yes, she is a single working mom that happens to be at home right now because we're in the panini press. But she also enjoys getting down with her friends for a good mimosa and twerk session. (laughs) She can garden. She can sew a mean dress. And she loves to cook. Whenever she gets the chance. Be careful of just seeing one identifier and writing people off. I said something on the last episode about seeing people for what they are. Humans that are worthy of love and hold value. Why is it that my identifier that is harming no one decreases my value. And you and before you say how, to some people, our identifiers, because they don't mesh with what makes them feel comfortable, means that they're we're less than. We shouldn't be respected. We should be ignored. We should be minimized. We should be hurt. We should be ostracized. We should be isolated. Damn, some people even want us to be extinguished. 
And I dare you to think about a time where something in your life happened and you assumed the identifier and people still extended you grace and love and patience. The time you cheated on that test, that exam. We didn't just say cheater. And that's how we're going to look at you for the rest of your life. The time you told that lie to get out of trouble because you were so scared. We didn't just call you a liar and brand you that. And treat you as if you should be ostracized and alienated for the rest of your life. The time you ran that stop sign, you ran that red light. That time you drunk a little bit and got behind the wheel of your car. The time that you cheated on that very special person in your life because your lust got the best of you. The time you said something to hurt someone because you were hurt. We didn't just give you an identifier and say less than. We saw you for all of who you are. And even if we didn't agree with some parts, we still loved on you for the others. Can you find it in your heart to do that more? Yeah, I might not understand what pansexuality or polyamory means, but you have been a consistent friend, a consistent loving family member. You've been there for me, showed up. So I love you regardless. Though you may not always get it right. You run late. (laughs) You forgetful. But, baby, when you remember and when you have the time to be your best you, you show up and you do it well. Can we extend that same love and grace to everyone we meet? Is there an, ex- you know, is there a time limit? Is there like a, a end to grace and patience? Yeah, if someone hurts you, if someone is doing something dangerous. But if they're just living, existing, and are happy, or trying to be happy, why would we interrupt that for them? And to the love muffins, the babies, the innovators that are listening that are going through struggles related to your identity, your lifestyle. You are loved. You deserve real love, healthy love, familial love, platonic love, romantic love, aromantic love. You deserve all the love. It's going to be difficult sometimes as your identity may evolve. There may be stages to this. There may be phases to this. Things may shift and change as you start to be more comfortable with yourself, more loving of yourself more understanding of yourself, less afraid of yourself and more free with yourself. And that's okay. That's all right. We are all evolving. None of us were who are who we were yesterday. Yeah, I said yesterday. I didn't even say a year ago. Because every single moment we are learning something about ourselves that allows us to be better than we were the day before. So the same is very much true in your identity journey. What fit yesterday may not fit today. 
keep exploring until it fits right and it's comfortable for you and it feels like home for you. And for all the people who don't understand you, who don't welcome you, who make you feel sad because of the way they handle you, there's a blessed family, a tribe waiting for you to love on you, to pour into you, to offer you support and comfort and a place to vent, a place to live, a place to be you unapologetically. You are safe with us. So keep exploring and keep fighting for another day, for another moment. Because the world would be oh so boring if we didn't have you repping yourself in it. All right, guys, let's get to the rest of the episode. Well, well, it's time for well, man, baby. Say well, well, eh, it's time for. <laughs> Indulge me, please. It's time for well, Mel. This is the part of the episode where I read your submissions from the TikTok streets, the Instagram streets, the Twitter streets, the Facebook streets, and my inbox at contact at drvivid.com. Oh, y'all, I love how much love y'all send my DMs. (laughs) Shout out to y'all. So today's question is coming from the Instagram streets and the Tiki Taki avenues. Okay. Um, Both basically asked about how I deal with mommy guilt. Um, as a mom who works with two small children. Um, And great question. I have struggled with mommy guilt and let me define it for you. And we can also kind of branch it out into parental guilt. Um, I'm just saying what was specifically asked of me, but yeah, I want to be inclusive. So... Parental guilt is guilt associated with having to provide for your children um, in a way that decreases the amount of quality time that you can spend with them or takes away from certain experiences because you are doing what you can. You know, my mommy guilt stems from the, yeah, being a single mom, I have to put in extra to take care of them both. And sometimes that means there are some weekends where I have to do some events that I'm not done working until midday or the end of the day. So I would have loved to take them to the park, but mommy got to make things shake. (laughs) Mommy got bills to pay. Um, school's coming up, um, birthdays, holidays trying to make sure that I put a smile on their face but I also am providing making sure they're eating well well taken care of as a one-woman band not having child care and working from home right now oh it is rough it is rough um and there are sometimes I cry or I'm sad that my kids can't get certain experiences because I do have to spend so much time working to take care of them. Um, But also remember that this is not permanent. (laughs) The grind that I am on is so I can provide them with a certain lifestyle and with a certain lifestyle means, oh, what I'm pursuing and what I'm doing, I won't have to work as hard in the next few years. Years And I'm, when I say few, I mean one to three, <laughs> you know, so 
I am moving so this won't last always and we can have conversations with them when they're older and go, look at that. Remember when we didn't have time to do it? Remember when mommy didn't, you know, feel like she had enough money saved to do it? And look at us now. This is a tradition. This is something we do on a regular basis. This is something we have that we need and it's never run out, you know? Um, And I love on them in other ways. Every time I do have a moment to maximize my time with them, I do. Anytime I have the chance to create experience. Shout out to the police outside. Rude. Ugh. So anytime I get to create an experience with them, I try to, whether it's the brunches that I make for us on the weekends, whether it's letting them sleep in because we stayed up watching multiple episodes of The Masked Singer while I did their hair, whether it's watching RuPaul's Drag Race and eating dinner, playing in the backyard, um, planting veggies, going to the mall, going to the park, you know? We're going on our first family vacation. Just me and the girls, girl squad, you know? And I'm excited to provide them with that experience and say, I've gotten to a place where I can say, Mm-mm, I'm taking off this many days and I'm not going to have a moment of financial anxiety about it. And also we deserve this. We deserve this after all we've gone through in the last two and a half years, three years, we deserve this. So I minimize my mommy guilt by remembering that I'm human and I'm doing the best I can and my best is different from day to day. Knowing that I'm a one-man band, so that means I'm not going to always, because I'm so busy, I'm going to be winded sometimes, I'm going to be tired sometimes, and that's okay. Knowing that I express myself very clearly and very honestly with my kids so they know when I have the bandwidth and when I don't, when it comes to either interacting with them or creating experiences. Tapping into the experiences that they want to have. What do you want to do? Where do y'all want to go? I've been listening to them talk about wanting to go to the beach, wanting to go to Miami, wanting to go here, wanting to go there. And I said, "Mm mm-hmm, I shall provide it for you. Let's do it. We deserve it. Mommy can make time for us. Mommy will make time for us. One moment at a time. And forgive yourself for the moments that you cannot get back. But you sacrificed for something greater. And the mistakes you've made because you won't get it all right. And sometimes you should have chosen being with them over that conference or that call or that business trip. But the fact that you feel that means you're doing the damn best you gentle with yourself be patient with yourself just like you change and your best is different from day to day so is the same for your babies (laughs) they make mistakes 
they're still learning. Be gentle with each other. I hope that helps. If you want to submit a question or a topic for Wellmail, remember you can DM me at Dr. Vivid on Instagram, Dr. Vivid on TikTok, and that's the abbreviated doctor, so D-R Vivid. On Twitter, it's Dr. Vivid with doctor spelled out, D-O-C-T-O-R. Facebook, Dr. Vivid, Google Google it, search it, (laughs) or email me at contact at drvivid.com. Let's go to the rest of the show. All right, all right, all right. This is the part of the episode where I'm talking to you about what I'm listening to, what I'm into. It's time to take a beat, baby. Yes. <laughs> what's been making me move? What's been giving me joy? What's been helping me process, helping me reflect, keeping me calm? What's been on repeat? What has been added to library and possibly to playlist right now? You hear Chloe? Being a cat, like why? <laughs> so, of course, you know, Beyonce came out and I've been you won't break my soul you won't break I say oh uh, come on queen with the dance beat come on come on come on for the kids come on come on come on for the kids okay, come on come on come on for the kids I'm about to call some of y'all out right because y'all jumped all over queen B and was like oh this a pop yeah she yeah you did that you did that right but when Aubrey came out with honestly never mind, why are we doing dance music? Why are we doing that? What's going on in it? And he said, Y'all may not understand it, but that's okay. And I got on Kid Fury and Crystals and Dustin Ross's Twitter, and I said, that's what I call it. They, they, they are big reasons why I'm on Twitter. They own Twitter. You shut your face. I got on their Twitter and saw y'all out here being slanderous about Aubrey. And I said, y'all don't know. His ears to the streets. Not only is dance music making a big swing because there has been extra, 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 extra attention to the dance fans, the dance fans, the dance queens. I'm talking about the black and queer community, baby. They're living, the kids are living and also Fashion is tapped into that too. So they're trying to capture more money from the audience that they're now getting jiggy with. (laughs) And what a time to be alive. It is also Pride Month, baby. I said on that Twitter, I said, I don't know what's wrong with you. But what Drake dropped is just in time for this summer. Just in time for the vibe of pride and the vibe of how life should be. And y'all ain't believe it, but what y'all say when y'all say said it, y'all was all for. But into who? Let's give our shout out to Aubrey. Honestly, never mind dropped before y'all say. And people were like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Because he knew. So he gives you uh, 14 tracks, intro, falling back, text go green, currents, a keeper, calling my name, which I love, sticky, which I love, 
Massive, which I've been dancing to constantly. Flights booked, uh-huh. Overdrive, yes. Downhill, yes. Tie that binds, mm-hmm. Liability, yes. Jimmy Cooks, yeah. And that's that, 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 that. On that, 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 that. Ow. It's for the kids. <laughs> so let me know what you've been listening to, what you've been getting into, what's on your heart and your mind. What you add to library? I'm interested. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Now it's time to do it yourself. This is the part of the episode where I tell you a little bit of something, something about how to manage your stress, decrease that stress as you're dealing with life's day-to-day bullshit, (laughs) Um, gathering coping skills, some tools for your toolbox. I'm going to toss at you. That you can use in the meantime, between time, between therapy sessions, or just to get you through this ride called life. So, how often have you given yourself permission to make a mistake? To not complete something? To tap out of something. Sometimes we push ourselves to these crazy limits because we're trying to prove that we're competent, we're capable. We're trying to prove that we can get shit done. We're trying to prove that we're successful at something, that we can get something right. But who are we proving this to? What invisible audience are we trying to please? Or what crazy folk are we trying to appease? I want you to give yourself the space to make a to-do list that you don't get to do everything on it. Yes, there were only four things. Okay. The world shall not end. Pick up where you left off when you can, as soon as you can. Make a mistake and don't make a big deal about it. Don't call yourself some silly name. Don't call yourself stupid, dumb, oh my God, girl, boy, they, folk. No. Allow yourself to make a mistake without making a big deal out of it. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Take off and not panic. Oh my gosh, there's so much work. It's going to be there regardless. If you're stressed, stay home. Your stress is not adding to your productivity. It's adding to your anxiety and your frustration. It's adding to your blood pressure being through the roof. Allow yourself room to not give it up 100% this time. And know that as long as it was your best, it's okay. Do it yourself. Be gentle with yourself by allowing yourself not to always fight until you pass out. Not to always work into exhaustion. Not to go crazy and rip and run to get your to-do list checked off. Allow yourself some space, patience, and grace. Let's get to the rest of the episode.
welcome to the cool down. This is the part of the episode where we focus on mindfulness, breathing, body awareness, relaxation, and most importantly, you. I'm going to ask you to do some things like take deep breaths, close your eyes, and guide you through a visualization. To do this, you need to be in a safe space where you can stand, lay, or sit down. If you can't follow along right now without distractions or safely follow along, it's okay. This is a podcast. You can always pause. Close your eyes. Let's take some deep breaths. Deep breath in. Let it out. In. Good. Let it out. In. Hold it. Explore your room and practice breathing as I talk to you for a moment. You are not your labor. You deserve rest. You are not a machine. It's okay to be tired. You deserve moments for you. You are worthy of your success. You are growing. You are evolving. your spirit and your body get tired. 
Welcome to another episode's end. <sighs> so hard to say goodbye to you guys. I love you guys so much. But, you know, <sighs> I gotta go do stuff. <laughs> but thank you guys for all your support, for all the listens, for all you sharing my podcast. You guys make my heart warm. Thank you. I love you all. Stay tuned for some coolness. Be you. And remember, you don't owe these people anything. You owe yourself everything. Period, poo. (laughs) All right, we out. Bye.